Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain filled with passengers leaving the dock for a trip around the rivers of America. In the background, you can see the TWA Moonliner, the top of Sleeping Beauty Castle, the Skyway Buckets, and even the top of King Arthur's Carousel. On the back it reads, Mark Twain, Nostalgic Ride Down the Rivers of America on the Mark Twain in Frontierland. His postmarked March 16, 1957, with an Anaheim cancel and a two-cent red Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Friday, March 15th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 70 and a low of 44. Park attendance that day was 4,341. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Bill Elder and family of Portland, Oregon. It reads, Friday p.m. Hello, we arrived in SoCal in good shape and have seen some of the sights. Weather has been fine and will now head for Las Vegas if the money holds out. Thanks again for the nice time we had in your home, Bonnie and Gord. In the early days of Frontierland, there was a marshal's office. This building was a nod to Walt's father-in-law, Willard P. Bounds, who was a U.S. marshal in Idaho. Walt's father-in-law died in 1916, but Walt would ask his mother-in-law stories about him while he worked as a blacksmith and a U.S. marshal on the Nez Perce Indian Reservation. Looking at my copy of the Nickel Tour, there was even a postcard with Sheriff Lucky standing in front of the marshal's office, which was also a blacksmith storefront. Attached to the building was a stable which held miniature horses. Looking through my maps and guidebooks from the early years, there isn't a listing, image, or photo of the marshal's office. It was located where the shooting gallery and trading post is today. The marshal's office was only in the park for one year, from 1955 to 1966, and was removed to make more room for the neighboring restaurant Casa de Fritos and to add the Frontier Shooting Gallery. It is now so much fun to see what is posted on EP Sunday Sales on Instagram. And Fieldpost has such a great collection of stamps for sale. This week there is a sheet of Cole Porter stamps or a sheet of Indian art stamps. Be sure to follow to see what might be next. Or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 
The front of our next postcard has the Columbia leaving the dock for a trip around the rivers of America. In the background, you can see the Skyway gondolas, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, and if you look closely, you can see the Moonliner behind some trees. On the back it reads, Crewmen scramble aloft to set sail of Disneyland's three-masted, full-rigged sailing vessel, the Columbia. A full-size replica of the original Windjammer, which was the first vessel carrying the United States flag to circumnavigate the globe. It's postmarked August 5, 1959, with a Bryce Canyon, Utah cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, August 4th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 66. Park attendance that day was 34,330. It's addressed to a Miss Deanne Gish of Cincinnati, Ohio. It reads, Hi, having fun. Tryons. Staying in Frontierland, one guest experience which lasted a short time was the opportunity to fish in the rivers of America. When Tom Sawyer's Island opened in 1956, there was little to do on the island. Guests could walk from Tom's Landing, grab a fishing pole from the shed, and walk over to the fishing pier near the front of the island. My vintage Tom Sawyer Island maps have a section which reads, Fishing Pier. Borrow one of Huckleberry Finn's favorite poles and a can of worms if you like to fish for river perch and catfish. The map even shows a fishing pole shed. The fish were easier to catch because they were fenced in by an underwater net. Guests could take their catch to the restaurant across the river to be put on ice until the end of the day, but guests started leaving them around the park, in lockers and in trash cans. This bad disposal habit caused problems and prompted the closure of the fishing pier. Although many sources claim the fishing stopped in 1956, guidebooks mentioned the fishing pier into the early 1960s, and my 1957 Tom Sawyer map still lists fishing as an attraction on the island. Perhaps it changed to be catch and release after 1956. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a hand-drawn image of Mickey and Minnie sharing a turkey with the words Happy Thanksgiving written on the bottom. It's postmarked November 15, 2022, with a Carol Stream, Illinois cancel, and a George Morris Phenomena Against the Crimson Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5689. It reads, 11-14-2022. Hello, Clocky. Thank you for your Disney, sent Disney postcard. Any travels for Thanksgiving? We have a 40-minute drive one way. We will eat, chat, and go home. Nothing too exciting. Kristen. Thank you so much for the postcard, Kristen. Drove a little further than you did this year, but got home before midnight. Then watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney+. It feels so good to be home this weekend after so much travel over the last few months. I love getting handmade postcards in the mail. I have a few friends who make their own postcards, and it's nice to have little pieces of original artwork in my postcard collection. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at 
patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 